And day 323, since your President Joey told uh, our fellow Americans in Afghanistan, our green card holders in Afghanistan, uh, our Afghan allies in Afghanistan, uh, that he would never abandon them. And he did. 13 days later. 310 days. But he's turned the page. Doesn't mention it ever since. Anyway, hope you had a great weekend. Uh, 800-941-SEAN. We're heading into the... Hazy, hot, humid, Hannity days of summer, uh, which is good. Uh, as long as everybody rests up on your weekends and do your little barbecues and have your friends and family over, have a great time and uh, and prepare for the November midterm elections because this now matters more than ever. I am I am seeing something that I just never thought I'd see. You know, remember the whole inflation is transitory. We're not really headed for a recession. There's nothing else we can do on gas prices. All these narratives, all these talking points that are being pushed by the Biden administration and their their, you know, uh, extended press office, the media mob. It's 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 ridiculous. You know, I see Janet Yellen on with uh, Georgie Stephanopoulos. I don't think a recession is inevitable. Uh, Is it is it just a coincidence that Joe Biden said nothing is inevitable about a recession. No, it's all talking point BS. And the media mob just regurgitates it after them. Yellen saying she doesn't see a drop-off in consumer spending. Does she not read the numbers? Because we gave them to you all last week. That's not the cause of, of inflation. Really? Then what is the cause of inflation that you said would be transitory? You know, And then, of course, getting into the blame game. Let's blame the meat companies. Let's blame the poultry companies. Let's blame blame rich people. Let's blame uh, Vladimir Putin. Let's blame Donald Trump. Let's blame Fox News. Let's blame Sean Hannity. Let's blame everybody but themselves and their policies. Because that's what they're doing. You know, it's the cause of high gas prices, causes of inflation. I have put up on the screen on Hannity, the TV show, again and again and again. No, gas prices were exploding long before Vladimir uh, ever started even putting troops on the border of eastern Ukraine. So they're just lying. Same with inflation. Went through the roof. Joe becomes president. It was 1.4%. Now it's for a record 8.6%, the highest inflation in 41 years. Americans now, on the average, paying over $5 a gallon for gasoline. Stop blaming everybody but their policies. They reduced artificially the supply of oil in the, in the country. You know, stop blaming everybody. Yelling, expecting inflation to come down in the coming months. How many coming months? A hundred coming months? How many months? Because every economist out there sees it as an unmitigated disaster. You know, it's just like we hear from, you know, the rest of the administration, starting with Joe himself and Pete Buttigieg. You know, you bet you, everybody ought to get used to high gas prices um, until we get uh, energy independent from renewable sources of energy. What are they? Can somebody ask that question and maybe get an answer from the genius, you know, former mayor of South Bend with the wealth of experience that that he has? Good grief. You know, Jennifer Granholm, same, same thing. And inflation is a global problem. Well, that's that we debunked Joe Biden's lie last week when he said, well, our inflation is not as bad as other countries. I'm like, uh, yeah, it's worse, far worse. You were lying to Jimmy Kimmel. Of course, not being called out on it or, or grand home pressed on why Biden hasn't cut the gas tax. Uh, how many of you don't know 
that with every gallon of gasoline, you pay 18.3 cents to the federal government. Why are we paying 18.3 cents to the federal government on top of all the other taxes we pay? The 40% income tax we pay. You know, then the capital gains tax. If you invest that money, make a profit, and they take another bite at the apple. And then, God forbid, you die with some money left over, then they're going to take half of it even again. It's like, it's insanity. And then we, we get lectured about being the greedy, wealthy people in this country. If you have if wealth, being wealthy is defined by having anything. Because they'll take pretty much anything you got, the gold out of your teeth, I guess, in the end of the day, if they need it. Anyway, Granholm, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough summer for high gas. For why? It doesn't need to be. That is the whole point. And, of course, we had Joey falling off his bike this weekend. We've got the audio. We'll show you the video. Listen to this. And Joey explaining how he fell off his bike. Okay, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. What happened was, any of you guys ride bikes? Well, they have some that have this thing you put your toe in. It strains your foot so it doesn't slide off the pedal. When I was getting off the bike, it got stuck on the right side. Unbelievable. Um, you know, and then Biden going on with the same talk. There's nothing inevitable about recession. What are you talking about? Joe Biden, for example, he's now got this trip planned with Saudi Arabia, the country called the pariah nation, and blaming the crown prince, MBS, for the killing of reporter Jamal Khashoggi. But he's now, but we're not going to beg them in any way, in any point, for them to increase the output of energy. Yes, he is. That's exactly what he's going there for. Because OPEC, who he'd been begging and begging, they kept saying no to his request to increase output. You know how dumb they must think we are, him especially, because it's his policies and his party's policies, this, this climate alarmist religious cultism that is destroying the lives of the poor, the middle class, people on fixed income. It's hurting every single American, regardless of what your income may or may not be. And then, oh, oh there's nothing inevitable about a recession. And he's not planning. Why doesn't he plan to meet with oil companies that he writes these nasty letters to? And then when they write him back that he doesn't want to meet with them face to face. Mike Pompeo had a good line. Why don't you go to Midland, Texas? Why don't you go to Pennsylvania for gas? Why don't you go to North Dakota and the Balkan uh, reserves that we have there? Why don't you go to Oklahoma where they actually have energy in Ohio for gas and, and, and Pennsylvania for gas? Why don't you do those things? Lawrence Summers, Obama's economic advisor, said a whole range of indicators are pointing to a recession. He's not wrong. James Clyburn saying if Biden decides not to run, I'll support Kamala Harris. God help us. The giggling vice president that has as bad of word salads as Joe Biden himself. I mean, we see and we feel everything that's going on. And what really pissed me off this weekend is every administration official is lying. And the big lie now is, and of course, all they want to talk about is January 6th. That's it, January 6th. Not the 574 riots in the summer of 2020. No, just January 6th. Again and again, we had an impeachment over this, post-presidency impeachment. Anyway, um, 
Biden administration can't do anything about gas prices. This is their new talking point. The idea we're going to be able to, you know, click a switch, bring down the cost of gasoline is not likely in the near term. With respect to energy, the uh, administration has done everything that they can to bring down energy costs. Unfortunately, that is the brutal reality. The reality is uh, that there isn't very much more to be done. They're lying. They are the ones whose policies abandon energy independence reduce the world's supply of oil and energy, which simple economics teaches us supply and demand dictating price, that raised the cost of it. And what's so screwed up, I mean, I can't make heads or tails out of this, is they were importing oil last year from Russia and Iran, and nobody knew about the Iranian oil. But that had not happened since, what, 1992, and they took in a, a million barrels of oil, 678 million from making Putin rich again. And now they're negotiating with the Iranians, the Venezuelans, and Joe is going to kiss the ass of the crown prince uh, that is the head of Saudi Arabia, the nation he called a pariah nation. The crown, the very crown prince he said was responsible for Jamal Khashoggi's death. Does that make any sense to you, sending emissaries over to Venezuela? We're going to make Iran rich. We're going to make Russia rich. We're going to make the OPEC nations rich. We'll make the Saudis rich. We'll make the Venezuelans rich. Well, that's really rich. No pun intended. Well, actually, a pun intended. By the way, things are so bad, Germany is firing up again their old uh, coal uh, plants that they had shut down and mothballed. Can you believe it? Germany's now restarting their coal-fired power plants. They're going to restart them, according to the Wall Street Journal, offer incentives for companies to curb national, natural gas consumption. If we were smart, we have over 200-plus years of supply of natural gas. Can you imagine how good it would be to bankrupt and beat Putin financially, bury him, and also supply our allies with all their energy needs, and we'll get rich in the process— American workers will get rich in the process, and we have supplies that last, known supplies that are over 200 years. Why wouldn't we do that? Joe, rather, he would rather Putin make the money. Remember, he gave the approval for the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Anyway, so now he's, Putin's doing this. And why are they waiting to lift the pressure on the cost of a gallon of gasoline Instead of the Band-Aid, oh, I'm going to release uh, a million barrels a day from uh, uh, the Strategic Petroleum Reserves. Well, why don't you just build the Keystone XL pipeline? Because if you build that, we can get 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil daily. So stupid. By the way, the U.S., as I've been predicting, Business Insider pointed out, uh, brownouts, power failures because of Joe's war on domestic energy and his adherence to his religious climate alarmist cult. We don't even, summer hasn't even officially started yet. But anyway, extreme heat, summer season, calling into question the strength of our electrical and power grids across the country as warnings about brownouts and requests to conserve power continue to rise. Reuters now reporting that several states, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Mississippi, would experience a rise in the heat index in June. States like Texas, this would mean a surge in, in power usage 
That's uncharacteristic for early months. In Cleveland, residents have complained of brownouts that occurred when electricity demand outweighed the power being produced in June. Cleveland Public Power, an organization that provides energy to Ohio, attributes the outages to hot weather conditions. Oh, did you think it was going to be cool this summer? Russia now, you know, Germany is restarting their coal-fired power plants. See, Germany made the mistake we're now making. Most of Europe made the mistake we're now making. And that is, they gave in to their environmental climate alarmist religious cultists, and they shut down their, their dependence, their independence on energy, and then turned to Russia. And we now see that what happens. I said this for years. What if, what if Putin ever decides to turn off the spigot? That's how I used to say it. New York Fed says Biden recession not likely to end before 2024. The Atlanta Fed predicting 0.0% growth. Told you on Friday. Majority of Americans now believe the economy is already in a recession. Hate to tell you. If we're not in it, we're as close to it as possible. Here's the problem. This is not going to be this is not going to be gone in any short period of time because they're not making the policy adjustments that would be necessary to fix it. All right. Speaking of which, you can't buy a new car because if you even find one, you're going to pay way above MSRP. And if you're looking for a used car, on average, they're up 40 percent. So many of us just I, I did this myself. My lease ran out. I just bought the car outright because I couldn't get another car anyway. Uh, one that I wanted. Uh, anyway, that's what Car Shield is for. Now, you can count on three things in life, death, taxes, and your car breaking down. The great thing about carshield.com is they will insure for more repairs than you've ever had before, more parts than ever before. So when you get that expensive repair bill, you're protected. And by the way, they also offer free roadside assistance. Uh, You could probably get rid of some other service you may be using. And the great news is if you lock in your price today, it's never going to go up. You get to choose the mechanic, the dealer, whoever you want to fix your car. When you break down, you can count on CarShield for help. Anyway, get coverage like I did. I have my car uh, protected by CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash Hannity. They have operators standing by. They'll take your call, 800-391-8888. Average person now holding on to their car for 12 years. That's 800-391-8888, carshield.com slash Hannity.